So hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us on our very first Pod Talks. We're going to be talking today about Facebook and whether it listens to you. Um, it's a rumour that's been around for, for some time. Um, and we're joined today by the Fifth Element team. We're joined by Tegan, who's the uh, the research queen, our Gen Y. Um, how are you, Tegan? Good, thank you, Paul. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm great. And we're, we're also joined by the behavioural specialist, uh, Jacinta. So how are you, Jacinta? I'm good, thanks, Paul. And hello, everybody. Yeah, hello indeed, and thank you for, for downloading us. Um, we're really excited to be doing this and to, to be going through some of the subjects that you want us to talk about. So let's get straight into it. The, the rumour that Facebook has been listening to you and uses this for um, adverts. We've set Tegan on a little research mission and she's been working tirelessly day and night to come up with some solid evidence. Um, but all you can find is anecdotal evidence, is that right? Yeah, that's completely right, Paul. There's this lady in Sydney that is set on that she's spoken, had a conversation out loud to some of her friends in a shopping centre about soreness. And after this, conversations happened without any Google research or anything. Um, she's just started seeing them in her adverts on facial, social media. And this was published in a, in a newspaper stating that she had absolute evidence. But the only evidence she seems to have is that she saw saunas after she said the word sauna. Uh, and she thinks that that's proof. Is that is that about right? Yeah, that's completely right. So, Jacinta, do you think there may be some sort of behavioural reason for this as opposed to a, a technical reason? It's called cognitive bias, Paul. So this behaviour is grounded in frequency illusion and it's caused by two cognitive processes, so selective attention and also confirmation bias. So the brain's actually really quite an incredibly talented machine that finds patterns, and I can... Uh, explain this pattern just simply by I've brought a new car recently and it's a little red mini convertible and prior to this I really didn't notice red mini convertibles but now I notice that everybody's got a red mini convertible so how often has that happened to anybody else? Yeah it's it's something that's quite common isn't it that when you um, when you buy something or when you you know wear something yourself you often notice someone else wearing the same dress or driving the same car or having the same shoes um, and that does seem to, to make a lot of sense. I think the other thing that, that we need to look at is Facebook is actually a, a hell of a lot smarter than you think it is. And it has a lot more data on you than, um, than maybe you know about. And we'd encourage people to take a look in their settings and have a look at the, the ad information that Facebook has recorded on you. For, for me, I found over 800 different points of interest. And these, these weren't just things that I'd clicked on to, to go and look at or adverts that I'd viewed. These were... Um, sometimes they were things that were sent up by partners. Sometimes they were just based on uh, words that I'd used for, for searches in Facebook. Um, there was all sorts of things that I didn't know that Facebook knew about me, and I'm pretty certain that everybody has the same thing. Uh, but despite this, despite our knowledge about the, the behaviours and the knowledge about the, um, the artificial intelligence that Facebook has, these rumours aren't going away, are they, Tegan? No, that, there's definitely a large persistence in these rumours all over the world. Even for me, Paul, I'll say something and um, it may it may truly be behavioural, but um, I'll just notice it everywhere. I'll say I'll mention that I want to buy a dress and all of a sudden my newsfeed's full of all different dress websites. I haven't even looked at them. So, Tegan, when you, when you first thought that you were getting dress targets because you'd said the word dresses, you showed me the advert 
uh, and I said to you, press the three buttons and find the, the part where it says, why am I seeing this ad? Uh, and you went to look at that. And did the ad say because you were talking about dresses or did it have a different reason that you were seeing the ad? No, so Paul, when I went to see um, why I was seeing the ad, um, it, it just had, because I was in Australia between 18 to 30 and I am female. So it was a pretty broad target and it just so happened that you fit in, in that demographic and because you'd been talking about dresses, you felt that, you know, you were maybe seeing that because of that, but actually it's really quite an innocent ad. Yeah, exactly. And this is where the cognitive bias comes in also, Paul, um, where Tegan was thinking about a dress, now she actually starts seeing the dress ads, whereas previously those dress ads were probably there, as just she didn't notice it because she didn't have the need. Yeah, and it, it does seem to, to be um, something that occurs to people, but, you know, can we say that it's because Facebook listens? I think that one of the things that we need to consider there is how much data that would actually take for Facebook to be recording all of your conversations. You know, there was an estimate that it would, uh, the Facebook would have to gleam about 33 times more data than it's already pulling from you. And I think we probably all noticed that on our data plans when we were going over every month. So, you know, for me, I can't see how, how technically it would work. And in fact, just in, uh, Facebook have come out uh, in the last 12 months with a, with a couple of denials on it, haven't they? The denials go all the way back to 2016, which was one of the first ones that I did actually see on the internet when researching this, all the way through to on the 10th of April 2018 and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg officially shot down the conspiracy uh, in front of Congress and denied that there is any form of audio data collection taking place. And there are other services that use um, use your voice to to activate or to do searches for you, um, or to you know play music for you, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, we all know about Alexa and Google Home, and, and of course Siri, um, and we've had a look into those as well, haven't we, Tegan? We found out what their their policy is around your your voice data. What what have you discovered there? Yeah. So. With Alexa and Google Home, so you can actually research all of the recorded data online on your Google account, on your Alexa, Amazon account. You can see what they've actually taken recording of, um, may it be after the keyword, hey Alexa, or whatever it being, has been done, and you can look and see what information they're actually sending back. And you can delete those recordings as well, can't you? If you find something that you, uh, you don't want to keep, if perhaps you've said something inappropriate, which obviously I'd never do, but some people might do that, then you can, you can delete those. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's completely right. Um, whereas with Apple and Siri, uh, it is completely anonymous. So it only triggers after Hey Siri has been given. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Hey Siri, our phones have just woken up. <laughs> so Apple will now be sending this as an anonymous <laughs> recording to Apple. Is that right? Yes, that's completely right. Um, but numbers aren't recorded, so I may like my data may be sent in, and it's my numbers not recorded. They have no way of tracing it back to me. And they use a lot of this to to help with their voice recognition software, so that they they can upgrade it and get it better and better. That's that's part of the plan. Um, there are some rumours around that Facebook is doing some development in this field, that they're looking at a system called uh, Aloha, so you'll be able to use Facebook to with voice commands. Um, but that seems to be um, a long way away. They, they've recently had their developers conference and they've talked about a lot of things that they're developing in the next 12 months and Aloha isn't one of them. So, you know, we can assume that that's going to be 12 to 18 months away if it does turn up. Um, 
Now, it's very difficult to find any a categorical test to prove or deny that Facebook actually listens to you. But the New Statesman have actually conducted a test with some of their staff recently, haven't they, Jacinta? It's a qualitative approach that they've taken with this test. Uh, and the way in which they've done it is they actually got one of their staff members who was a vegetarian to start chatting about her desire for a meat lover's meat fest pizza. Um, and then they monitored her newsfeed for the 24 hours following those discussions. Um, and Anna saw adver- adverts for Ingrid Goes West, Hey You, which is a reality TV streaming service, Battle of the Sexes, and uh, the Bella Gadgets Posture Corrector. So most people claim to see these adverts, even though, like adverts that they've been speaking about, even though they have actually never Googled them. And shortly after chatting about them, they actually start seeing it on their newsfeed. But this experiment didn't demonstrate that at all. And there wasn't just the the one with the meat lovers. There, there were several others as well. There was uh, there was a single woman talking about pregnancy, um, uh, along with a couple of others. And none of them, as I understand, actually received adverts that matched what they've been talking about. Absolutely right. And I think it's fair to say that the um, that the technical difficulties behind this in picking out a single voice in a conversation would be huge. We all know how hard it is when we talk to Alexa at home that we can ask her to do something and she'll do something completely different. Or you can be sitting watching television, having a a nice chat, and all of a sudden Alexa starts playing music from Spotify for for no apparent reason. So voice recognition technology, while it's quite advanced, is nowhere near advanced enough to be able to pick out keywords and then serve ads to your timeline. We ran another experiment with with an 18-year-old, with with my son. Um, We said to him, what sort of ads are you seeing on your Facebook feed? And he said, I don't see any ads. And so we said to him, have a look at your, your ad feed. And he went, crikey, I've got hundreds of them. So because we suddenly introduced him to the concept that he was seeing ads, all of a sudden he could see ads everywhere. So whilst we can't categorically deny that Facebook is listening to you and using that information to serve ads, what we can do is take educated guesses as to whether we think that's possible or not. From a technical standpoint, I would say... I don't think Facebook can do it. Tegan, as a Gen Y research queen, do you think Facebook can listen to you, save all that data, go through all that data, and then come out with an ad that matches something you said? Look, Paul, honestly, there's that many people in the world, and if they're going to be recording every single person, I think it's just too much of a big job. It's just not going to be worth it. Jacinta, from a a behavioural expert... Do you think that the behaviour of Facebook, do you like the segue? The behaviour of Facebook would actually allow them to do this and would it work? I don't think the artificial intelligence is actually at a point that it can um, calculate the needs and wants and desires of those people through conversations and then be able to deliver in a timely manner an ad that matches those needs, wants and desires. So at this point, no, I don't think we're there. So Facebook is absolutely spying on everything you do because it has all this information in the back end of it. Have a look at it, see what Facebook knows about you. But as for listening to you, well, at the fifth element, we think that's probably not the case. There are other people who are well-renowned in the social media world who think that uh, Facebook is actually listening to you. And really, we have to leave it up to you to make, the, make your own mind up. But hopefully, we've given you a bit of food for thought and some things that you might want to research further to, to make your own mind up as to where Facebook is listening. So thank you for joining us today. Hope you've enjoyed Pod Talks. 
We'll be coming back with more and more social media talks uh, and based on some of the things that you've asked for as well. So stay tuned. Have a look on our Maisie Digital page and you'll find out all the information about upcoming pod talks. So thank you for joining us, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed the first one. How was it? It was great. Thank you. And I'm really looking forward to new content. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, thank you and goodbye. Pod Talks is brought to you by Maisie Digital. For more information and segmentation, visit maisie.me.